Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. Alrighty. Good morning, John. Good morning, Nathan. How's everything going for you? Pretty. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> just out of sorts a little bit. No, just like oh fucking man. Uh, let me ask you something, Nathan. Have mm-hmm. you ever taught improv to anyone? I've not taught improv to anybody. Yeah, no. I, I, I barely know how to do it myself. It's <laughs> kind of hard for me to teach it. <laughs> That's fair enough. Have you ever taught uh, a 12-year-old? Mm-hmm. You have? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Have you ever taught 40 people? Mm-hmm. Have you ever taught improv to 40 12-year-olds? Again, haven't taught improv in my life. Fair enough. <laughs> have you ever taught improv to 12 year 40 Just ask the question. <laughs> ask the question. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm teaching improv to 40 12-year-olds mm-hmm. at a secondary school. Um... I'm doing it seven days a week, mm-hmm. and it's why it's seven hard. days a week? Oh, to be fair, it's not seven; it's seven days total. I get a weekend, but uh, yeah, that's it's seven days. What seven days total? So it's it's right. So it's seven days spread across. A, yeah, yeah, right. It's, it's four days, then a weekend, then three days, and it's like uh, I've done two. I have five more to do, mm-hmm. and this is the closest to hell I think I've ever been. Really? I mean, I love kids. I love improv. I love twelve-year-olds. That's weird. Uh, I love 40 That's, people. Um, I'm, I'm, gonna 40 just, I'm people. just going to extract that. Just, pull it, just, <laughs> just play it at my trial. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard to teach people who something like improv, something like performing, something like drama, when they don't want to be there and yeah. they're surrounded by their friends and they can get easily distracted. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, the closest thing I've ever been to that was I, I taught a bunch of like... <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Uh, uh, delinquents. Sure, prison boys. Feels like it. What's the word? <laughs> like juvenile delinquents. Juvenile delinquents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The closest I've got that I was teaching juvenile delinquent songwriting, <laughs> and they did not want to be there. So I totally get your drift. But like, I don't know. It's just it's 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 kind of like the rite of passage as a teacher, right? That's what it feels like. It, it's fair. like the rite of passage as a teacher because like it's easy to teach people that want to be taught. Yeah. Because like. You're you're essentially just facilitating their intake of knowledge. Yeah, you know they're hungry for it. They're passionate about it, as opposed to when you're uh, doing it with a bunch of kids who are, you know, for better or worse, being forced to be there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's kind of like the mark of, or like at least the 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 tunnel that everyone has to go through, I guess. Totally. And like, just keep going towards the light, man. It's it's just weird to be like, I'm doing it for the money. That's like the weird. That's like the first time I ever thought that. Right. Like. I need it for the money. And, um, yeah, and I just think about, you know, like that ho- that meme of, like, Homer Simpson with mm-hmm. the, the you're, you're here forever, whatever that turns into do it for her. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a, Ma- I don't have a Maggie. Right. I guess I just have a me. I guess I'm just doing it for me. Right. That, that doesn't make sense. I feel, but, I feel yeah. like, I feel like you are doing it for you because, like, you're going to come out of this a better teacher. I hope so. Yeah. Or else what's the point? Like, there's really no way that you're going to, that you're not going to come out of this, like, with a little few, like like a few more tools, you know, yeah, in like yeah, yeah. your little utility belt. That's what I get. But it's just like it's just like wow, and it's also like my first real experience to like a Singapore sex school. I, I'm I'm guessing it's a like an average school. I won't name them obviously, but it's mm-hmm. like, oh okay, this is what Singaporean students are like. Oh yeah, I forget that you're just completely not exposed to that. Yeah, like ever. <laughs> are there forty kids in one class? Is that normal? Yeah, standard, standard. Yeah, like I've spent a like a a weird portion of my life like dealing with like schools mm. between like school shows in and out of the army right uh school workshops things with prison <laughs> sure 
<laughs> like a lot of things around students. And yeah, you learn very quickly that like none of them really want to be there. You need to give them a reason to be there. Mm-hmm. You need to like, you need to essentially, con- like, hey, this is like going to be real shallow, but you need to essentially convince them that you're cool enough t- for them to listen to you. Yeah, I do that. I do the banter bit. Yeah, like, like, like not, not even like a, like, you know, like turn the chair backwards and sit in it. Not even that. It's more of like, you just got to straight up like impress them yeah. either with your ability or with like your, um, like how you can captivate them with your words because like mm. they truly cannot give a shit yeah. and it's the worst, um, especially with boys. I'm sure like girls do this too, yeah, but this like, is a co-ed. I got a co-ed situation. Yeah, I'm sure girls do this too, but a lot of my experience of this is with like, uh, uh, guys, where they just kind of want to constantly one-up each other. Yeah, you know? there's a lot of that going they on. They just want to constantly one-up each other, and like they're telling like just you know poorly thought jokes, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just just the low, low common denominator shit, you know? <laughs> it's so funny, because like, the first class, they were like, uh, Chur, which oh, I've never been called Chur before, which is mm. kind of interesting. Chur, like, Chur, Chur, where are you from? Uh, you're, are you from Singapore? I'm like, no, I'm from the States. And they're like, wow! And they already knew that I was an actor. I was like, they really, were you, were you like, scared that if you told them you're from Philippines, they'd look down on you? No, I think because they were more asking about my accent, so I didn't want to get into the whole thing. But right. yeah, I was like, I'm from the States. And they were like, wow, are you on, were you on America's Got Talent? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, wow! So you're lying to them. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to impress people is to lie to them. No? That's what I thought. Okay. And they like, like completely 100% uh, believe me, and I don't understand. Like I don't understand. I, I think my question to you, Nathan, last night I was like, "How do Singaporean kids become Singaporean adults?" I feel like I'm being very dismissive to Singaporeans in general. Yes, like, super. <laughs> and you're also lying to students. What the fuck? What? I was being sarcastic. It's not my fault they can't catch it. I guess it is. Yeah, but yeah I'm just like. Is. I was like, "Wow, this is such an interesting experience." But it's they're really gonna cool. they're gonna go back home and tell their parents that their teacher is like a TV star, and like they'll be right. S- somewhat, I guess. All my both experiences being on MediaCorp. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's yeah. interesting. No, it's it's it, I don't think it's a Singaporean thing. It's a kid thing. It's yeah. a straight up kid thing. Like I've I I've also had the honor, privilege, I don't know what the fuck you call it. The I've had the <laughs> chance to also like do the same thing in the US with students and kids. And it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. If anything, it's arguably worse there because like the discipline the disciplinary consequences are not as dire. Yeah. You know, over here, like the students are low-key scared of the teachers because like they oh, can they do are. stuff like make them like stay back after the assembly or like go for detention or whatever. Yeah, in the yeah, boys' yeah. home, it's a whole other thing. They could just get more prison time, or I That's guess. Crazy. <laughs> but like um yeah, arguably far worse in the US. Mm. Like significantly worse in the US. That one I legitimately thought that. No, I shouldn't say You're that. You're going to get shot. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It's a bad <laughs> thing to say. Um, but yeah, like it was just not fun. Like, like at least over here, it was like, um, you. I felt like I had some modicum of control. Maybe it's a cultural thing as well. Mm. But like, I felt like I have some modicum of control because there were other people that were facilitating the session as opposed to like leaving you to the wolves, which oh. is what the US does. This they essentially what... leave you there and then like, all right, figure it out. You got this any is co- what yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. There's one teacher in the in the class, to be fair. She's there, like, grading papers. And then yeah. from time to time, we'll be like, we'll go on breaks. And she'll be like, you have five minutes. I'm timing you. If you're late, you'll do push-ups. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's already, like, more a lot more than, than the people over at the States would provide you. Or at least my experience in Connecticut specifically. And uh, Pennsylvania? Yeah, Pennsylvania. Right. So totally East Coast kids, real rotten. Yeah. Um, you know the, the rotten kids of Connecticut with their <laughs> boats, but yeah, I think it's really just like a kid thing. Mm. Like I look back of on like when I was a kid, I was fucking impossible. Yeah, I was the worst student between just like okay, I would never harass the teachers because that's like a bridge too far for me. But I would just not respect what they were doing. Right, right, right. You know, like I, I would, I, I, I just straight up not respect what they're doing at all. Like any chance I'd get to not participate, I, I would. Any chance I'd get to like put a little quip in there, I would. Any a lot chance, of that going on, yeah. Uh, yeah, any chance to wreak havoc. So like, I completely understand. Like yeah. I don't hold it against them. It's kind of just, it's like a kid thing, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I think like to be fair though, and like the silver lining is that in this huge group of forty kids, there are like four or five who are kind of into it, 
And it's worth it. It's worth it for those people. Oh yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's like you can't, really. especially when you're teaching something as niche as improv, because mm. it's not like it's like you know English class where you feel obliged to like really make sure that everyone is at least passing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when it's something like this, it's like you, you want to capture the ones who are um, already captivated. You know, yeah. you kind of want to like play to that that crowd, and then the rest of them are kind of just all right. You can go be accountants and yeah. lawyers and things. Yeah. 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 It's good though, and we're just playing games. It's, it's pretty. It's it could be fun, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm going off there again in about two hours, and yeah, but I think it's all about perspective, man. Just like totes. yeah, just change your perspective on it. Like it's, I'm sure you're not like visibly miserable when you're there, but like <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like I I I genuinely have fun um, like teaching kids. Because of what I said earlier, I was a real shit student. Mm. So like when they're being shitty to me, like I like it's cool. It's all fair game. It's like mm-hmm. karma if anything. <laughs> but like it excites me because like especially like 12, 13, 14, that age, it's so fucking important. It's so formative. Mm-hmm. Like so much of what I do today was formed then. Me too. You know? Like, it was formed because of watching people perform on stage, because of like l- watching endless concert <laughs> DVDs and like becoming so enraptured in that whole world like i didn't realize how much of it stuck in my head and eventually kind of bled out to like what my life is today so you never know you know you really never know like w- like which one of these devi- deviant little sponges are going to like take in everything that you're saying and like maybe they 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 won't use it in improv but like it becomes something, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It, kids are just so impressionable at that age. I think some people, some listeners are like, why the fuck are you teaching them improv anyway? Well, to be fair, yeah, like what Nathan th- said, when I was like 12 or 13, that's when I started doing improv too. Like when I started doing whatever, drama. Right. But it's very useful, like, you know what I mean? Like teaching them how to listen, how to support each other, how to be spontaneous. How so, to yeah. talk themselves out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. That's most of my improv training. <laughs> Not even kidding. That's like most of my improv training. Like back in secondary school, it, it, I was like an expert negotiator. That's good. That's because I never disrespected my teachers. I only disrespected everything around it. But I never disrespected my teachers as people. Yeah. So like I was always able to negotiate my way out of trouble because there's always an understanding of, like, you know, we cool. Yeah. Like, you know that I don't hate you. I just cool. don't enjoy what... The system's making just, us do. I'm just acting out because I'm creative, creative soul. <laughs> but generally, though, like to get a little like not serious, but but like I was actually really surprised to be like, oh my god, there's 40 kids in one class. I, I guess it's yeah. just what I'm not, I'm not used to. Mm-hmm. How many classes? How many people are there in Philippines and US? Like depending on my school, because I went to so many different schools, but like mm-hmm. 15, 20. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's I guess, like private school. That's like it's private also quite school. privileged, I guess. Yeah, I guess I come from a privileged background. But yeah, I was quite surprised. I was like, wow. And like you know, it's so funny cuz I you always hear like, oh, the Singapore birth rate is so low. I'm like, there's tons of these kids. Where do they come from? They have to come from somewhere. Maybe I don't know. I'm sure it's also a thing that we don't have that many schools. Yeah, I don't probably. know what the numbers are. But yeah, 40 students is pretty standard. I, 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 it's that's kind of like it's always between 39 and 41, 42. I don't know why they keep it at that exact mm-hmm. number. Um, I'm not sure what the logistics of it are. But yeah, it's always 40. My index number was always around 29, right? Like around 26 or 29 because it's alphabetical. Um, and. I think in, once you go to, like, uh, JC, for example, yeah. the classes do get smaller. Right. In JC, I believe, like, one class of students is, like, 16 yeah. to, to 20 around then. Right. Uh, not including lecture halls, because then right, that's, right. like, 100 plus. Um, but, yeah, like, with teaching younger people and not, like, you know, working professionals that are, like, really interested and, like, genuinely want to... yeah improve and like gain knowledge it's about finding the key that unlocks that door i guess yeah because like they don't want you to be there they'd rather be somewhere else but like what's the like you definitely have something to offer them it's just like how do you offer it to them dazzle them yeah it's 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 definitely not easy like like uh uh hearkening back to the boys home thing like the prison thing um, first day was a complete shutout. Mm-hmm. First day was a complete shutout. And then I was like, hmm, they're all boys. What if, like, I just appealed to, like, 
like what if I just you're like, like you're like, like, like boobs? <laughs> no, it's like more just like make, just like make them think I'm really fucking cool. Yeah, because I I took the first the the, fir- the first lesson that I did with them. It was very like teachy. Yeah, like you know very like. Oh, you know, songwriting is this and the magic of it. It was just talking about the the topic and like trying to get into it, not really talking about who I was and who I am. Yeah. And then the next lesson, I was like, I'm gonna flex this shit. Yeah. I'm gonna flex this shit. I sang for them and everything. Like yeah. that's straight up. Like it's it's almost like a pecking order thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moment I did that, it was like, okay, how do I demonstrate? Yeah, with okay. But you know what's funny too? I don't like, know. Find like a YouTube video that, of yours that has the most views or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm not funny. even kidding. Kids nowadays respond to those stats like crazy. Oh, yeah. Another thing that worked was my Instagram following. Like nice. kids nowadays respond to that like that. It's horrible and shallow, but it's just kind of where their heads are at because yeah. social media is like a third limb. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I just... I just oh just on this third thing real quick like it's funny because it's like a perfect storm of 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 conditions that make this really particularly horrible is that I thought this was a good thing maybe it's a bad thing but like each day I'm teaching a new batch of students each time mm. so I can't even make a rapport I can't even uh, build a rapport that's tough yeah. yeah but it's okay but and, and, but then again it's good because I just do the same thing over and over again and I just get through it right yeah. I could show them this video. I just found out that this stupid little—oh, not stupid. That's just demeaning. This silly little cartoon I did for NBA Junior mm-hmm. has like 1.2 million views. I was—I like, didn't even know that. And so I could like show the basketball. Them that. Like, this is me. Look, I'm the voice of this kid. Yeah, it's a basketball. It's like <laughs> oh, I've seen that before. Five inner city. Youths yeah, yeah, yeah. Of different races learning to play basketball together. It's really not that great. But <laughs> I was like, wow. I probably won't show them that though. Yeah. But that's enough about me, Nathan. What, what you been up to lately? I don't even know. Um, yeah. I kind of want to stay on the topic of like uh, uh, kids for a bit. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to ask, I, I, I pulled up a quiz since you are so, um, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> you're right in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to ask you the question, like oh. what are your thoughts about kids? About having kids? About, you know, just kids in general. I like kids. I think they're good. Yeah. I think they're the future. I don't, yeah, that's about it. Do, would you like to have one? Um, I think I'm in a place where I'm like, either way... Because we're both getting to that age. Yeah. Where we're both get. I mean, like, you've been there for a while and I'm, like, there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, uh, when kids. Yeah, when kids, totally. When kids. I think, I think, um, okay. Because the biggest weirdly, like, thing for me is, like, can I afford a kid? And I'm, like, I guess I, technically I can, but I don't want to. Mm. Like, kids are expensive. Right. But I think I, I could see myself adopting. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm in no rush. Same thing. Yeah. You'd, you'd still have a kid to pay for. <laughs> yeah. But like in the future when I'm a little bit more settled, I guess. Right. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel a biological need to have a, my own spawn, I guess. But what what's the future say. then? So like you're cool with being an old dad? Yeah, that is pretty tough though. That is one thing that makes me think about. Mm-hmm. Or like being old and not being, a, not having kids is also pretty rough. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about like, oh, I'm old. I've got nothing. What do I do? See, like... I that's the selfish thing. For me it's like I'm I I'm okay with being old and no kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the reason why I would want kids. Mm-hmm. Like it's more of just like I would like to have kids earlier so that you know you don't die when they're at like a pretty young age. That's true. <laughs> but at the same time, I wouldn't mind being an older person without kids. Mm. Seems pretty damn fun. Yeah. Cuz you have like because essentially, as you get older, the world cares less about you, and yeah. you can get away with a lot more things. Yeah, and like to have that superpower plus no obligations of kids—that sounds pretty that's dope. Pretty cool. That sounds pretty dope. Uh, but about- you know, the, on the opposite side of that conversation, yes, I'm interested in kids or having kids because, like, at a younger age, because I don't want to, like, you know, die when they're 19. That's fair. <laughs> I did some rough calculations. Uh, Cause I had an old dad too. Yeah. Uh, turned have ha- have currently. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> no, my dad was old when he had me. That's <laughs> what, what I was trying to say. And um, yeah, yeah. Turns out he was thirty eight when he had me. So I'm two years behind that. Ooh. I'm still okay. <laughs> but I also think I generally think the world is overpopulated. Like I really do think that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know what I mean, where like people are like, oh. Animals are bad for the planet, so I'll yeah. become vegetarian. That's sort of like my thought on kids. It's like right. the world's overpopulated. Maybe I don't have kids. What do you think about the argument about um, don't have kids because you're bringing them into a world that is 
dying. Oh, I don't really know. I think the world's the world is always going to be the world. Like, yeah, that's not that's not because a lot of people me. subscribe to this belief mm-hmm. of like we are at this point now where the world is genuinely going to shit because of all the cities that are mm-hmm, sinking, mm-hmm. because of all the mass migration that might happen in within the next fifty years. Right. Um, like a lot of people genuinely believe, and I'm not saying that I'm. I know that sounds like I'm dismissing it, but a lot of people believe, and I'm also like one foot in, one foot out on that camp of like, if you have kids now, you're bringing them into a dying world and mm. potentially a real shit one, you know? Yeah. But I feel like um, we're working on it. And I feel like, like it's like saying like, oh, I can't bring in a kid. This Hitler guy is really bad. It's 1937. Yeah. You know? Or like, oh, I can't. Well, that have a argument's kid. kind of fair. There are dinosaurs. <laughs> there are dinosaurs everywhere. If I was alive in 1937 and I knew Hitler was there, I probably would like hold on for a bit. For a bit, yeah. But then, but the point is that yeah. there's never going to be a great time to have yeah. a kid. No, yeah. So like that's because like when I say one foot in, one foot out, like I I understand the perspective, but my at my core, I think it's just you can't. You can't really think that, you know, because life is life. Like, your kid's life is going to be different from your life. Totally. And you can't possibly, like, compare the two. Like, you know, everyone is going to have their own experience. So, like, to think that... I'm not saying that, you know, if you don't want kids, you're robbing robbing a kid of that experience. But, you know, I'm just saying that, like, it's not a great reason to not have kids, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think people who are like there are some people who are like anti-abortion are therefore like having as many kids as possible? They're like, if I don't have kids, I'm like aborting them before they have a chance to be aborted. I can't wrap my head around an- like anti-abortion in general. Like I, I genuinely that's one of those things that you know, I'm, I know there's religious uh, uh, reasons behind it, <sighs> but it's one of those things I just can't wrap my head around. Oh, I'm incredibly pro-choice, but I mean I get it. I, you can see from that how it's like, oh, it's like killing someone. Though I disagree. Like, I, I, I vaguely understand that perspective. It's mm. just that the consequences are so much exactly. more dire. Exactly. You know? Like, you're literally, like, bringing a, th- a, a person into a potential life of misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Or, yeah. or, 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 I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. Let's not get too deep. That's a pretty deep topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I wanted to get into something a little bit lighter. Wait, you have to answer. Do you want to have a kid? What's the well, yeah? I thought I've made it pretty clear. Pretty clear. Pretty yeah. clear. What's the quiz? I guess is. I guess these thirteen questions will reveal whether you're ready for kids or not. Oh my god! Is the ticking of your biological clock keeping you up at night? It may or may not be the best time for you to listen to your body. Airdrop it to me so I can do. Take you do it for me. I'll do it for you. Do it for you. And find out if you're ready to be a parent. Oh god. Okay. How I hope I, the answer is no. How do I airdrop things on the websites? Share. There's a thing that's called... Sh- that's the share icon. Where? It's the box with the arrow. It should be in the top next to the address bar. What? Oh, you're using Chrome, right? Yeah, I'm using Chrome. Yeah, I use Safari. <laughs> or just WhatsApp me the link. Yeah, that's an easier thing to do. It's not. <laughs> but only if you... I guess it is because you don't use Safari. Okay. So, um, I don't know what this quiz is. In terms of, I don't really, I haven't read the questions, but you ready? Yep. All right. So what is your relationship status? Sure. Is, is it in a relationship, looking to settle down, it's complicated, playing the field, <laughs> stalking, someone, stalking someone, or married? Okay. So you're going to do mine, right? So for yours is, uh, for mine, I guess, uh, mm, I'm in between in a relationship and looking to settle down, I think. You're ah, in between. Let's, let's, let's lean into it. Let's put low, looking to settle down. Looking to settle down. What should I put for yours? Um, in a relationship. In a relationship. Bam. Second question. Ugh. You, ugh. You did not get enough sleep last night. This is a real basic pitch quiz. Real basic. <laughs> ugh. You did not get enough sleep last night. How do you handle it? Suck it up. Road rage. Do my job with a scowl. Be late to work. Call in sick. Drink lots of coffee and go. Mm. Okay, what do you do? I would... Uh, I kind of just suck it up. Yep, suck it up for you. Uh, oh, f- okay. Mine... I, I clicked it and I lost it. Uh, mine is... Uh, do 
Well, I should back. I cannot. Uh, do it with a scowl. Do my job with a scowl, I think. Do it with a scowl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with, like, lack of sleep. That's something I'm grateful for my own biology. Yeah, that's your... That's, that's <clears throat> like, your... It's like my superpower. Operandi, yeah. It kind of is my superpower. Like, like I'm realizing it more and more. Like, just the other day, slept at, like, 5.30, woke up at 8, went on the entire day, no problem. <laughs> Pretty impressive. It's worrying, really, oh, but um, I, 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 I did get a healthy amount of sleep last night. No, yeah. Don't worry, guys. Okay, question Thank three, question three. Okay. Uh, your friends ask if they can bring your their kids to a barbecue at your house. What do you say? Do you say, sure, but they'll probably be bored. Do you say, as long as they're housebroken... Sorry, but no, kids are such a buzzkill. Or yes, I'll bring the hula hoop and make tiny burgers. Um, my answer to that is yes, minus the hula hoops and tiny burgers. Yeah, it's a bit aggressive. Because, um, you know, that's, that's uh, condescending to a child, really. Uh, they deserve full-size burgers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but also, and like, no one deserves hula hoops. But it's also because, like, um, I grew up with a lot of kid cousins. Mm. Like when I was uh, 10 years old, I had cousins that were like one and then I was 11. There was mm-hmm. one and two. Like they, they all came out consecutively. So I grew up with like one, two, three, four-year-olds. Yeah. Um, and I was always like the de facto babysitter right. slash like do activities with the kids. Not because I was forced to. It's just because like I, I genuinely get along with kids and like I... I get bored by adults. Fair enough. And talking about real life shit with adults gets exhausting. That's so funny. So it's more like, let's draw robots. <laughs> you know, like that's I can I can do that all barbecue. You'll bring the b- robots. Yeah. So uh, my 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 close answer would be sure, but they'll probably be bored. In other words, yeah, I'm happy to have them there, but I'm not going to go out of my way to make them. Got it. Yeah, so I go I go give an iPad. I go out of my way to like make sure that they're entertained. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. We're number four now. Your friend spills their coffee on the seat of your brand new car. How do you react? I passively aggressively remind them how much this car costs. I tell them it's okay. They feel bad enough already. I feel totally betrayed. I'm convinced they did it on purpose. I, I always wonder, like, do people do that? Actually answer these honestly. Anyway, yeah. without even thinking about it, I hand them a towel and tell them to clean it up. And then the last one, that's a moot point. I don't allow any food and drinks in my car. Uh, this one's pretty easy for me. Uh, between my, I, I, I don't like pe- make people feeling bad and I don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. So I tell them it's okay. They feel bad enough already. That's, my, that's what I would really do. For me, it's without even thinking about it, I hand them a towel and tell them to clean it up. Nice. I'm doing yours, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah and okay. I'm doing yours. <laughs> okay, next question. I got it. All right. What would you like to cuddle more? A puppy or a baby? I feel like this is very revealing. Oof. And then there's a photo of a dog with a with a piece of wood in its mouth, and there's a photo of a baby in a towel vagina. Yeah, it's, it, it looks, looks like, like a towel it's, it looks vagina. like it's coming out of a <laughs> vagina towel monster. Um, oh man, that's As a tough my, one for you. Yeah, I, I'm gonna default to dogs. I'm gonna go baby. Okay. I feel like this was like a big turning point in the quiz. <laughs> like that's the only question that matters. Like. <laughs> Okay, next one. How close are you to landing your dream job? Mm. Is it, I don't even know what my dream job really is. Is it so close, it's one promotion away? Or I'm about halfway there, I still have a lot to prove. Mm. Or I'm already living the dream, bruh. I guess for me, it's like, I'm. A, I guess, the, again, the closest is I'm about halfway there. I still have a lot to prove. Same. Because like, yeah, like I'm doing my work. I'm, I'm doing what I like, but it's just, yeah. Same. Especially when we're freelancers, it's kind of hard to... Same. Yeah, yeah same, All right, same. easy. Halfway there, living on a prayer. <clears throat> where do you get your news, Nathan? <laughs> Uh-oh. News outlets, where else? My Facebook feed, BuzzFeed, People Magazine. Ugh, I just tune all that stuff out. Um, Not BuzzFeed or People Magazine. I guess this quiz is slightly outdated. Yeah. Um... <laughs> uh... I don't think I get news from Facebook. I get, like, friend news, but not real news. News outlets. Yeah, I feel like I'm in between news outlets and Facebook feed, to be fair. I don't really get news from Facebook, though. I just kind of get friend updates. Like, oh, I just I just got married oh, or, you know, things no, like that. No, for me, it's like people like, look at this news thing that... No, I, yeah. I 100% avoid that. I have friends that. like that. I so. 100% avoid that because you're almost getting an opinion every time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, you're not just getting the story. You're getting, like, a person 
by the way, who is not a professional journalist, you're getting a person's like opinion. Oh no, no, I just get. I have and a lot I of friends who like to share headlines. They're like breaking news. I have friends that are like that. But then, like the comment section is always. Oh, I just like, ignore that. I just click right to the link. Right. Which take, that's why I'm, I'm in between because right. it takes me right to the news outlets. So I guess okay. I'll lean towards news outlets. Okie dokie. Same here. All right. Next one. What do you look forward to the most when you think about being a parent? <laughs> Giving my kids mohawks. Fun. Or never being alone. Or sending them off to summer camp. Or teaching them all kinds of cool life hacks. Or finally having a legitimate reason to go to Disneyland every year. Mm. To be fair, these are all pretty cool. These are all, yeah. Well, I don't know about sending them off to summer camp. I would genuinely be worried. Well, I feel like I send them off to summer camp excited for them, you know, to be independent and to... You know, I get, like, it's just that I can totally imagine myself being like... Not I, I I know I won't be a helicopter parent, but I also know that I'm gonna have to constantly tell myself to not be. <laughs> Fair enough. You know? Like I know I don't ever wanna be that to like my future child, but I'm gonna have to keep myself in check for that shit. Honestly, the real answer I have here oh, it's in between I mean life hacks is a weird thing to call it like, but I guess it's more of like teaching them cool life things. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. Uh but I think if I'm being totally honest, it's probably never being alone. That's probably fine. Mm. Um, That's my real answer, yeah Never being alone is my answer What's yours? <sighs> I guess like teaching them cool life shit Teaching them all, you know? all kinds of cool life hacks for Nathan Yeah, like not specifically life hacks Like, oh, look what you can do to make good coffee No, not so much that But it's more of just like, you know, life things yeah. Like little random Being kind to people is Random fun. little Holding lessons open are good. Although the thought of like Having to like consciously package these things And like impart knowledge that does scare me a little bit because you know who knows you might say the wrong thing yeah you know you might say the wrong thing or you might give the wrong perspective or you might think your kid is smarter than they actually are and tell them a little bit too much and traumatize them like all these things definitely a little bit scary but i look forward to it yeah i have a weird like you know like i i would be i would have fun teaching my kids about sex like i feel like that's a interesting thing that should be talked about or at least it's something that doesn't scare me Mm. I guess the timing of it does. Yeah, yeah, to know when, right? Birds and the bees, they fuck. Would you just like show them a porn? I would show them birds and bees fucking. <laughs> That's what I would show them. And probably exist by then. You could probably do that by then, like through like VR or something. Yeah, yeah. Ew, VR. <laughs> is it's like I can't, Dad. I can't get me out of here. No, <laughs> no. Watch junior. it, son. Okay. <laughs> right, next one. Uh, you and your bestie are supposed to be leaving for a dinner reservation, but they're taking forever to get ready. What do you do? A, deal with it. B, leave without them. C, grumble but keep them waiting. D, read their emails while waiting. <laughs> and let, finally, say they look fine, even if they don't. Ooh, I'm last one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you saying that. Yeah, I'm like last one for sure. I'm uh, very much like, let's fucking go. <laughs> uh, I, I just deal with it. Mm. Yeah. I'll like call the people and be like, hey. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do people always ask you to watch? What? what? What do people always ask you to watch? Oh, okay. Their house, their money, their pet, <laughs> their kids, my mouth, videos of their baby. Who the fuck asks anyone to watch their money? What does that mean? Like, help me, I guess, if you're an accountant. Like an accountant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Just watch my money. Look, look how much money I have. Watch it. It's great. No, it's more like, you know, help me keep an eye on my money. Like, help me manage my finances. Help me take care of my yeah, pet. Yeah, yeah. Help me take care of my house. Help me take care of my kids. Um, help watch your mouth. I guess, like, watch your language. Stop saying um, I feel like I'm none of these things. Are you any of these things? I feel like I'm none of these things. Mine is kids. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> because of Because of what I said before yeah. about, like, always facilitating and, You're like... Child whisperer. Being that guy. Uh, so, yeah, like a lot of people ask me to babysit. Mm. I feel like that's going to really push this quiz in a specific direction exactly. for me. <laughs> I think, I, honestly, I'm, I guess videos of their baby, I guess. Okay. But no one asked me to do that. <laughs> okay. All right. How many more questions are on here? It doesn't even say. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Next question is, what's 13 on your... questions. Okay. Next one is, what is on your coffee table right now? Shot glasses and cheese puff crumbs. That is such a cliche that is... It always kind of breaks my heart a little bit when I actually see that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like when they're like above 30. <laughs> yeah. Then it's kind of like, 
cool, bro. <laughs> uh, the next one's a fun one. If I had a coffee table, I'd put a bird on it. <laughs> Weird Portlandia reference, but yeah. okay. Really? Oh, that's a that's a specific thing. Okay. Yeah. Magazines and coasters. It's a whole it's like a Portlandia like um it's like one of those shops. Put a bird on it. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Uh keys, my wallet, tools, and iPad, the list goes on. Um Hmm. Mine's the last one. I guess, yeah. Mine's the last one just because the rest aren't don't really apply. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Same Z's. Um, second to last question. You're going for a walk in the park when you see a lost looking kid by themselves and no parents in sight. What do you do? Do you ask them a lot of questions? Maybe they can tell you where they belong. Keep walking. I'm sure somebody else will help. Take them to the nearest police station. Or play with them for a bit, but leave them where I found them. What if their folks come back? Uh, I'm definitely the first one. Yeah? Yeah. I ask them questions and ask them where they belong. Mm. But mostly I try to keep them, like, calm. Yeah. 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 But I, have I run into... I've run into a lost child, like, once. Yeah. And then I just kind of, like, walked with them. Okay. Like, I walked with them towards the security, like, where they make the announcements. Right. And then I think, like... um I can't remember. I was like more than ten years ago. Or like, what would you do? Like, if you were like, you know, try to be like, if you were in that situation, what would you do? Like, what I what I do? Like, I I'll just like I'll 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 right. ask them to like, hey, want to go like find a security uncle? So yours is like take them to the nearest police station. I guess would be the closest. Yeah, like if it's a mall, I'll take them to like the 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 information booth. If it's like out in like a public park or something, that makes it a little bit harder. Yeah, but um, I'm a big fan of like, let's stay where we are. Parents are probably looking for you. In the meantime, let me. Just talk to you, make you chill, and then yeah. maybe we can figure out where the fuck you came from. Yeah, but yeah, yours yeah. is take them to the nearest police station. Yeah. Cool. Final question. What the fuck? Okay. Last, last question. question. How would you rate this quiz? Uh, do we even have to answer? I'm just going to say it's pretty okay. It's pretty okay. Yeah, same. They're like, you hated this? Then you shouldn't be a father. <laughs> okay, no thanks. Please just show me my results. All right. John, are you ready for your result? Nathan, are you ready for your result? I, you go I first. So, okay. I am ready. Let's you hit me. This is your result. You are <laughs> almost ready. Woo! You've got a good head on your shoulders and a heart to match, but sometimes you forget to feed the dog. It won't be long, though, until you're ready to rock being a parent after you've made a few more mistakes and learned from them. You just have a few more lessons to learn and a few more obstacles to overcome before you can be the awesome parent you want to be. This is good. Tiny humans are extremely demanding and you may not be in the best place to give it your all just yet. Hang in there, though. You show a lot of promise. All right. Ready for yours? Mm -hmm. No, you are not ready to be a parent. Fuck off. You don't have... Okay. Congratulations. You're ready to be a parent. Congratulations. You're already a parent, even if you don't have a child yet. You know all the ins and outs of parenting, and you're ready to put your skills to work on a real live kid. Parenting is not easy, but you're emotionally and intellectually prepared for the task. You have all your freakouts like all new parents, but your kid will be in good hands. It's time to buy some mom jeans. And learn some jazz. Jad- I think jazz. we're also realizing that this is a quiz f- directed at women, because this is. Or to be fair, it says put on some mom jeans or learn some dad jokes. Oh right! <laughs> Don't let all this glory go to your head, though. Remember, you've got a lifetime of role modeling ahead of you. Got it. Do it. Have a child. <laughs> Do it now. So here's the thing, like, like the the this whole quiz is like stupid in general, right? Because <laughs> it, it's 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 a fun little time to you know like mess around with. But ultimately, I think the moral of the story is like no one really ever knows when they're ready. Yeah, you know, tons of people have parenthood thrust upon them, and they do awesome. You just really never know. But I think, and this is a, the very cliche thing to, to say, right? Like whenever you are constantly questioning whether you're ready. You're probably more ready than you think. Yeah, I think questioning is one of the big right. Like as soon as you're tackling with the topic. Yeah, as long like, as like you're wrestling with it, really like playing out these these scenarios and like giving it thought and like going crazy over them. That's what parents do. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's what people like. Like, like you're gonna be doing that anyway. Like no one really ever knows when they're ready. I know tons of parents that like you know that had it thrust upon them sure. because they were thrust upon and like or thrust into <laughs> <laughs> and uh they're killing it 
You know, they didn't expect it. They didn't plan it. They didn't have this whole, like, whatever. But they just kind of improvised and created a life. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like Jeff Goldblum said, life finds a way. Mm-hmm. Though I guess a question we should ask, be asked. I mean, I spent we spent this whole episode talking about ourselves, but like, do you feel like our girlfriends are ready to be moms? I feel like I got a solid no on mm. my end. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like it's a conversation that we've had, mm. and we've both kind of like had the uh, kind of, yeah, like that. Oh yeah, not now though. <laughs> yeah, know, that kind of thing. Um. But then it always brings the question of like, you know, no one ever knows when they're ready. So when? Exactly. Uh, I guess it's one of those things that you just have to. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and the trick, I think the trick is to just live your life. And if life happens, then life. Then life. Exactly. Well, then we can go on to the next clip quiz. <laughs> your birthday will reveal which Disney princess you're most like. Oh, my God. If I'm not Mulan, I'm going to be so sad. I know. Fuck that. All right. So, yeah, that's that's that. um so yeah i guess i i hope this gives you a slightly different perspective when you go teach the kids in a bit yeah i'm gonna be like i'm ready to have one of you (laughs) (laughs) i'm almost ready to have one of you uh i feel better yeah so yeah uh back to the uh like rewind like 25 minutes ago when you asked me what's up for me um (laughs) you're you're pregnant Yes. No. Um. I life is life is uh 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 getting real interesting. Nice. You know. I think me being stuck in Singapore for the longest time, like f- for the first time in the longest time. Mm. You know, because I used to travel super often for yeah, work, yeah, yeah. like way often. Like now, looking back at it, it was ridiculous how much <laughs> I was traveling. <laughs> like when I Have compare you ever it to finish the passport. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like twice. I've never done that before. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I was yeah. traveling so much for work. I took it so for granted. I just took it for granted. Or, you know, I didn't really take it for granted. I appreciated it. But it's more like I didn't realize yeah. like, how much I was traveling. I yeah. was basically like like businessman traveling. Yeah. But not really a businessman. Um, but, yeah. Like, this is the first time in my life that I've been grounded and like really just, like, put here. And forced to figure out what my place is here. Yeah. Forced to figure out, like, what do I want to do here? That is not just, you know, write a song, release a song, do a concert, do a project. No. Have like, a, have a child. It's more... Well, no. <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm leading up to that. <laughs> but it's more of like... <laughs> yeah, now that you say that. No, I mean, no, that's what I'm talking about. It seems like that's what it yeah. is. It's more of like, what can I... How can I contribute to, like... Singapore. Mm-hmm. How can I contribute to this place? Right. And um, I guess I just never really put too much thought into the place itself because sure, I always sure, just sure. thought, you know, what I do, I feel like gives back somehow. Um, yeah, you wrote a song about it. <laughs> like uh, what I do, like how, you know, in general, it kind of like I'm, 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 there's like a give and take, right? I make money, I give, I, I teach lessons, whatever it is. Um, workshops or do a show or do a workshop whatever it is you know but now i'm really starting to think of like real brick and mortar things mm-hmm. you know like what can i create to like um uh further my vision for the arts in singapore nice. i guess nice. um and it's just things that i never really thought about before or like things that i always assumed i would be doing in a much more far flung time of my life right you know something that i'd be doing when i was like in my mid 40s or something yeah um but being stuck here it's made me just kind of think a little bit harder and also at the same time made me realize that i could have been doing all these things years ago sure it's just that you were traveling i didn't because well i could have you know I w- it would have been hectic as hell but i could have like started years ago and traveled. It's just that the thought never crossed my mind because I was never here long enough to really like, yeah, understand what it can be like to right. be here and just here. You know, I had the privilege and honor to be able to like see the world and perform around the world and 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 get that perspective. Hmm. Um, so yeah, enough of the vagaries. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm 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 looking to open a little semi-private music studio. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and here's my vision for the place. I don't intend for it to be a... I think I've spoken very briefly about briefly, this before, briefly. but I'll get a little bit more into it now. Um, 
I don't want to open like a jam studio or a mm. rental studio or like a place that you schedule and book out or whatever. Yeah. None of that because tons of those places exist here and I don't need to add to it. Right. You know, I don't think I have the technical ability <laughs> to surpass any of these studios. Mm-hmm. Um, I could hire people, but, you know, I just... I, yeah. I, I don't want to do a thing where it's like, ooh, music studio, but it's by Nathan Hartono. Yeah. You know, none of that. I don't want to cash in on that just yet <laughs> um, uh, because my soul wouldn't be able to take it. Um, I want to open a free-to-use mm-hmm. jam studio yeah, yeah. open to whoever wants to come. But I'm also not going to tell you where it is <laughs> because I don't want everyone to come. It's like a speakeasy. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. It's like a speakeasy you music know what, playground. Honestly, as you're describing, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a clubhouse. <laughs> Like a clubhouse? Yeah, like, you know, when you're kids and, like, we got to make a clubhouse and no girls invited. Essentially, something like that. But it's like a speakeasy music playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want people within music to know about it. I want people to, like, feel no pressure when they go and just show up Mm. and play with friends or Mm. strangers. But essentially, just have a space to, like, create. Because right now, as a musician in Singapore, there is no place that you can just go and know that music will be played and you can join in and play music and just do it. And Not this is to, a to thing no audience. at other places too? The, uh, in New York, is this a thing? I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's just that... Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in Singapore, it definitely doesn't exist, you know, uh, uh, um, save for like, you know, that one friend that has yeah. a studio in their basement or something. Yeah, but yeah, even yeah. then, you're beholden to the schedule of that friend. It's more of, the, I just want to create this place where musicians don't have to go through the hassle of scheduling. Yeah. They don't have to go through the hassle of renting the place. It's really just show up. Whoever's there is there. You can show up by yourself. You can show up with your group of friends and play with them, whatever you want to do. I feel like this is how like country hip-hop was invented. Just like two random people just showed up and started doing their own thing. I don't know. I just think that There are so many hoops that creators have to jump through to find themselves in a space that they're able to freely create. Nice. You know, there's so many hoops that people have to jump through to do that. They have to, like, find a place, have the perfect spot, have the perfect ambiance, find the right people. Right. uh, uh, Whatever it is. There's just so many things that, that by the time you reach that point of creation, there's been so much preamble, you know? Yeah. I want the preamble to be as simple as just walking through the doors. That's cool, man. And do whatever the fuck you want to do. and Or do nothing at all, you know? Um, it's a little bit scary because I have no um, business aspirations for this place. Right. I don't intend to make money with it. Um, I don't intend to turn it into y- your standard rental studio. Like, yeah. oh, come here and jam. Book it for 40 bucks an hour. None of that. I don't want to do that because other people can do that that is a service that already exists and also whenever you pay for a studio you're always you always have that added pressure of like we we're coming here to do work you know Mm. we're coming here to do work because we only have one or two hours to do it and by the time we rehearse this song we only have 45 minutes left then we have to rehearse this song then rehearse this song it just becomes like not great yeah you know like a lot of my journey as a musician is realizing that I've been I've been given the privilege of, of 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 creating in these like beautiful studios and these amazing spaces, these state of the art um, uh, recording studios or whatever, and I always just feel so alienated. <laughs> I always just feel so alienated from being able to engage in the process. But where do I find my that my creativity like flourishes the most? at my friend's house in my room, you know, in places that feel like a home essentially and don't have that work pressure of, you know, you have to go to the industrial park and park your car and go up the cargo lift and go into the studio or, oh, you're renting this place for two hours, you know, like, and you, every, and your drummer was half an hour late. So you have one and a half hours left. None of that. Um, it's like an incubator. You're making an incubator. Pretty much. But also like not an incubator because I am not. I don't intend to take a cut from like, oh, if you wrote this song here, I get 5%. None of that. That's a thing? I didn't know that was a Oh, thing. yeah. That's that's how incubators work. That's how incubators make money. Oh, I meant, I meant incubator like literally like 
like a like, like where eggs. eggs are put. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, you put them there to take care of them for a while oh, until right. they're ready. No, like the the most common way that uh, like tech incubators, for example, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if they have a tech incubator and their app succeeds, then the the owner of the incubator gets a cut. Mm. Like T.J. Miller in Silicon Valley, um, right? Same concept, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> gotta explain it in TV terms. Yeah, that's that's my <laughs> language, man. But um, yeah, it's honestly a little bit scary because it's it's a money hole. Yeah, it's I'm just throwing just money. It. I'm throwing money into a hole with no intention of making it back right now, because I I I don't see myself turning it into a business just yet. I'm not ruling the possibility out. Sure, because maybe the space I create is dope as fuck and people want to record there. Then yeah. sure, I'll, I'll, I'll we can work something out where it's like. Have the space for the week, and yeah. I won't touch it. Just don't fuck it up. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Just put a little hat, and people put money in it. <laughs> or I on a Patreon. <laughs> I don't know. I really, really don't know. That's I, exciting, I, though. I'm looking forward to seeing Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm just choosing to, like, trust the process. Yeah, sure. Follow your gut. Yeah, follow my gut. Because I, I see a vision for this place, and I don't see any, like, benefit monetarily yet. But I see so much benefit, like culturally, artistically, nice. uh, 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 spiritually, even if you want to go into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. like, And I think that if I just kind of keep going with it nice. and just kind of be bullheaded and just kind yeah, of yeah, fucking yeah. do it, um, something will happen, you know? Do you and have a name already in mind? Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> Fun part. <laughs> it's not important. I don't even... Like, I have half a mind to, like, call it something like Hapchun Logistics or something <laughs> just so no one ever comes in. Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> like, like just make it something real esoteric <laughs> or, or, like, just something that no one ever pays attention like, to. Damn, the Sam Willows read the, like, hardware stores. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. That's exciting, man. That's the that's the current uh, thing I'm on um, and trying to figure out... Um, yeah. I think a lot of it in my head at least it's that I feel like I also want to give back yeah to like the culture that has given me so much because like um straight up, yo, like straight up I make a disproportionate amount of money for like the jobs that I do because of the weird place that I found myself in. Right. You know? I mean, I think you're discounting yourself a little bit, but but okay. yeah, I get. It. But like, you know, I know I've put in the years and blah blah blah. But it's just like, you know, my my kind of yardstick for like this kind of work and this kind of music, it has never really changed from when I started. Mm. It's like when you do an hour gig, expect to get paid between one point five k and two k, and okay. that's about it. And yeah. then you split it with your band. Okay. <laughs> like that's kind of like the 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 market rate value that I've always had in my head. But clearly, people are offering you more than that. And you're like, oh. yeah, yeah. Because that was my market rate for 11 years. Yeah, yeah. And it's only recently that it's like, oh, can you help us do this Instagram post? Here's $5,000. Mm. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but okay. You know? <laughs> like, I'll take it. And I low-key have always felt a little bit bad about it for like the last three, four years sure. of like, Jesus Christ. Like, this is a... Re- I- I'd be stupid to say no. Yeah. Because I know that you got to make hay while the sun is shining. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And... I think this project has kind of like yeah it's it's my way of kind of like um uh uh uh, uh what's the word like coming to terms with it I guess you yeah know? I think that's why a lot of actors celebrities and stuff like make have like charities it's like the same sort of deal I don't think you're special in that sense you yeah know what I mean? Yeah, that's your own version of a charity I guess definitely yeah, yeah. Cool. Like, I I think it it there's there's hundred percent shades of that. And it's also just like not enough is done for the music community here. Mm. You know, not really. The stuff that the government does is what the government does. You know, sure. it's not quite there. Um, like they appeal to a very specific crowd and a very specific skill set. Um, but yeah, not much is done for the music community here. And it makes you wonder, like, are, are, are the people that are making money just fucking hoarding it? Like, <laughs> what's happening? So it's like, I... I guess, yeah, it's a way to assuage my, my guilt as well, you know, yeah. of like making stupid money for pressing a share button and taking a photo. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I feel like I can use that money and help others create 
and potentially maybe even reach a point where they can make $5,000 by sharing a fucking Instagram post. I don't know. Paying it forward. It sounds like you're paying it forward also. I just think it'll be good for creation, both selfishly myself and other people. Anybody that wants to come in and just make music with whoever the fuck. Nice, man. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm, but also, I'm also learning that soundproofing is really fucking yeah, expensive. It's hard. It's hard. Expensive. Soundproofing yeah. is really expensive. Oh man, I went for um. <laughs> it's like four Instagram posts. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird currency to use. Uh, I went to um. I had a v- uh, a voiceover audition yesterday, and I went to like a real proper like studio. I guess for the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on with my ears? It's like this is such a weird. Like it's ringing a bit almost. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because it's super well soundproofed and all that stuff. And it looked like I was like in a Jay-Z music video or some <laughs> shit. It was amazing. But yeah, it was a weird experience for my ears to be in a space that was so soundproofed, I guess is the word. But yeah, it's really cool, man. And I, I, I'm i pretty sure that's not what you're going for with your thing. But Not really. Not yet. Not, not yet. I'm not going for state-of-the-art inside. Um, but my current concern is to make sure that noise doesn't get out. Yeah, sure. That's my main concern right now, to make sure that noise doesn't get out because um, noise complaints are like the death of all music studios in Singapore. That's why like, there have been similar things that have come up. There have been things, but it's just that Singapore sucks with noise complaints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just so densely populated and people here are just not cool. They're grumpy. Yeah, they're grumpy as fuck. Can't blame them, really, uh, if you're like trying to sleep. Yeah, I guess, but like when it's like seven thirty at night, yeah. you can chill yourself or kill yourself, you know. Like um, w- one of those two things. <laughs> yeah, chill yourself or kill yourself. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, uh, so I want to make sure that it's it's as noise tight as possible, so that no one can like hate on us for making noise, and also just so that no one really knows what's going on in there. Sure, sure you know. Sure. Um, I kind of enjoy it being a little bit discreet, discreety peedy. So yeah, I'm excited for that journey. It's honestly a little bit scary. I've never... here. Here's what I've learned from this whole process. Mm. I am horrible at visualizing like interior design. <laughs> just okay. straight up. I'm just horrible at it. Because right now, the space that I'm dealing with it's not small, but it's not huge. It's like a five meter by 6.3 meter room. Okay. And it's just an empty rectangular room. Mm-hmm. Blank canvas, as you would blank, say. Blank, blank canvas. And the thing is, I think because I'm, I have such a poor mind for these things, when I see an empty blank room, my thinking is just, oh, it's just going to be an empty blank room. And then I'll just like kind of put stuff in it. And then yeah, it yeah. will be an empty blank room with stuff in it. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't even envision like you know, oh, put a partition here, or put a walkway here, or put like a little like room over here. Yeah. Like the 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 concept of that you can put a room in another room. Like I can't, en- yeah, I can't envision that. But I think it's okay because you're not an interior designer. Like you know what I mean? It's like it is a skill set. I know. It's just that like I never realized how poor I am at because like there'll be like I was talking to the 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 soundproofer and the designer and everything and the contractor. I mean. And they were telling me, oh, yeah, you can put a partition over here and then, like, uh, put another door over here and then that way you can have another soundproof layer. I literally had to, like, stand there and put my hands out the entire time to, like, visualize it and then, like, walk around the room with my hands out and be like, (laughs) oh, okay, yeah, it's over there and then it's over here. Like, I genuinely couldn't see it. Wait, what did your arms help you do? How did that help? Just visualizing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Welcoming the image to your brain. Exactly. Fair Um, enough. But I also found, like, a really cool app. And this is not a sponsor, but... um, (laughs) It's called Room Planner. Okay. Um, and you can, it's, it's basically straight up like a 3D Sims kind of thing where you can design your room to exact specs, exact measurements, and then fill it with furniture, uh, real furniture that from online stores, from all kinds of different retailers. Really? Yeah. That so like, like fun. Yeah. So they come in like the accurate sizing and dimension. And then if you like it a lot, you can even like click on the link and like go straight to buy it, you know? Um, but I don't do that. I use it more for just to be able to like visualize and and like see the space. Yeah. Like literally, like you can just like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm showing John now. Yeah, you can like see the three D. It's like a three D thing. Yeah, and then you can even like have a little overhead view, sort of oh, I, that kind of plants. thing. Yeah, this is not the studio. This yeah, is something yeah, yeah. else. This is a different space that I'm 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 interior designing for. Um, 
So yeah, suck it, interior designers. I'm doing your job. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, this is for um uh, going home. That's cool. That's that looks nice. The, the attic of going home. I like which it. Which is a different thing, which I'll talk about next time. Just Nathan Artono, entrepreneur that doesn't take money. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, I, it's it's just how to f- like this is why I know like Singapore is not where I'm destined to be mm. like because I'm just not a business person yeah. you know and I know that you know Singapore could use pe- people that are not like that because there's so much of the people that are like that mm-hmm. but it's just so hard to imagine myself vibing with this place when I'm like 50 you know yeah I feel you I feel that like I think past a certain age and like past a certain thing, like everyone's just out to cut your throat in this country. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And like, just trying to, you know, I don't get a very strong sense of community unless I really, really, really look for it. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like, and I don't even know where this is going right now. As opposed to like when I was living in Boston, Mm -hmm. a place where I was very much a foreigner. And it only took me about three, four months to feel like I was part of the city. Yeah. You know, like I, I, it took me a very short amount of time to feel like, oh, this is my place. People say hi to me. These kinds of people don't say hi to me. Like these, like, that kind of thing, you know? I, I totally get that. And like, I'm wondering if it is because of COVID times, because I'm starting to feel it more and more in Singapore too, where it's just like, I, I, just, I think just I looking out travel. for number one. Yeah. But like, where do I settle then? Like, where can I settle? I don't want to yeah. go back to the Philippines. I don't know. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. I just know that I'm not like a business person. Me too. Like, in the sense that, like, the idea of taking money from people mm. weirds me out. That's why in my 13 years, never, ever released merch, ever. <laughs> like, ever. <laughs> it's ridiculous, really. But, like, just straight up, I've never I never thought merch. about that, but yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I've never released merch, ever. The closest thing to merch is through this podcast, because... Yeah, stickers and stuff. Yeah, because you're a money-hungry little... <laughs> yeah, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Life like, is weird. It's it's these kinds of thoughts that make me just realize that I don't know if I'm meant to be here for much longer. Yeah, like I, it's I kind that. of given me all it can, I guess. But it, it's it's like I don't know. It's weird that you're like I'm getting two spaces and I'm gonna have a child, but then I don't want to be here. It's I pretty nuts, right? No, no, I'm not getting two spaces. Once I I got one space, the other space I'm just helping out with the interior design. Yeah, yeah, which is really weird. Considering that you suck at it, I suck you at just it. said, yeah. but I, I, I'm, but good, good. I, I'm good at the game. I'm good at like the, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm good at the little app. No, seriously, like with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. this app, it feels like a game because if it sucks, just delete it. Yeah, start over. As opposed to like, look at my room. This room is not very well interior. I like it. It feels cozy. It's cozy, but like, I'm definitely not like maximizing the space. You know, sure. like like like. I feel like a better ID would have like, oh, let's take down this cabinet and put like a workstation because you have the depth and then like put the clothes over there instead. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. Whatever. Try it with going home. Mm-hmm. All right, man. On that note, I'm pretty sure you have to leave right now. I have to bounce. Uh, bounce. I'm, going for a, I'm going for a house viewing. Oh, my God. Yeah. My life is just full of This is what I'm saying. Spaces <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're like, I'm leaving, but also there's a million things I'm doing here. Yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's it's like the ultimate conflict because like everyone says you have to invest in property. Everyone says that you have to buy property and invest in it. And like I've always not really subscribed to that thought because it's like I don't want to stay here. So yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, do yeah. I want to buy property that's going to tie me here for nine hundred ninety nine years? Like you're not going to live that long, you know that, right? Really? I mean, you're pretty healthy, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like um. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just that I did the math and did the accounting like a fucking adult. And I was like, oh, yeah, renting is really just like pouring money into a hole because yeah. you don't get it back. You're, you're getting the experience. And I've loved the experience of living yeah. um, uh, 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 out of the family house for the last two years. Yeah. But then it becomes a thing of like, oh, yeah, eventually you kind of need to start pivoting and thinking about like, oh, investing mm-hmm. in property and then like maybe considering selling it in like two, three years, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? And then that way you essentially get the same thing. You get a place to save for two, two or three years, but you get the return on investment. Uh, and, and that usually, depending on where you get the place, could be like upwards of 100 or 200K. Yeah. And then I can use that to get first class tickets out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, or yeah, no. no. Rental is just for people who like need to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Um, it's just that, you know, we live such transient lives. Exactly. It, it feels more permanent. Um, Though I've rented for like eight years now. And yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's like I I'm I'm starting to consider like okay I should buy property, but with the intention of selling it like ASAP, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. I've also flip like it, flip it. Yeah, I've also run into some really beautiful places that are like, ooh, this place has like excellent bones. Nice. Like excellent bones. It's just like not great now. A fixer upper. Yeah, but then those aren't really like short term things. Those are things that you would want to like projects. Yeah, get for a while, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I still have to fucking write songs and shit. So it's like. <laughs> Life, adult, have a child. <laughs> Fuck, write songs. Jesus, what do you do? Uh, um, so, yeah. I'd, um, I guess this episode was just like adulting the episode. Pretty much. It's like adulting the movie. Yeah. <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed it. Or I hope you guys uh, at least got some perspective. Or maybe this episode freaked you out a whole ton because you are at the point in your life where you're also at the cusp of all these decisions. If yeah. it did that, then uh, I'm not sorry. I'm actually... Uh, uh, here's your wake-up call. Yeah, here's your... <laughs> I guess. Or or maybe you're way young and this stuff doesn't apply to you and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Either way, you're going to get here eventually. Adulting. Hmm. It's nuts because like when I think about it, right, like all these things that I'm doing now, I could have done them five years ago. I totally could have. I just yeah. didn't do it because i didn't like i immediately assumed that this was something that adults did you know then you, be, then you became an adult but it's not that hard i could have done this five years ago i have the same amount of skill sets like <laughs> i didn't fucking know how to interior design five years ago either you know like yeah it's more of just like um for me it's really a case of like i was finally put in a place where like i'm grounded here so like, yeah, i'm having yeah, to yeah. think about all these things but i guess like it's never too late I mean, it's never too early to start. Sure. You know, so that's my little bit of advice for you guys. It's never too early to start, you know, making plans for the future because it can be really fun. It can be really fun to, like, consider, like, all, like, you know, where you're going to live, like, what your life is going to be for, like, a two, three-year window. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, just planning what pants you're going to wear for the week. Yeah. But also, this is, you know, I mean, again, you, you have the funds for it. You know what I mean? It's like... Real place of privilege to be able to afford a house and stuff. That is true. Before you're 30. I'm, I'm, but I'm just talking about, not even delete the house thing, more about business. Sure. You know, owning a place, making a thing, creating a space, you know, like renting a place and like turning it into other thing. Mm-hmm. That stuff doesn't take a lot of money. And it was stuff that I could have done ages ago. The house thing, I'll acknowledge. I would not have been able to do that yeah. shit five years ago. I'm I'm only able to do it like right now specifically. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. And even then, like after this, I'll be broke as fuck. Yeah. You're gonna start seeing a lot more Instagram posts. So many Instagram posts. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna see like my soul slowly start to leave my so eyes. Why is Nathan promoting toilet paper? <laughs> That's weird. Uh. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind promoting toilet paper. I use I, it. Yeah, everyone's a big fan. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been episode 166. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, good hang, gang. You're you're the light of my life. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being there. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you very much. Good <sighs> luck with the kids. You oh, seem God. tired already. <laughs> good luck with the house. All right, man. <laughs> Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good